welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus. And we've got Stephanie Hadwin on today. She's with Hadwin House Candles and More. It's a new gift shop in Gunnersville, Alabama. So how are you doing, Stephanie? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm wonderful. You are beautiful inside and out, and we had you on before. So you're one of the original Broadcast His Love podcast guests. Number 27 is when you came on. Crazy. Talking about true beauty. Uh, We did a series on bettering women from God's word. This was like a season when I was really trying, like, podcast, got to make it happen, all the things. And I'm like, who's wise in God's word? Stephanie Hadwin, like, we have to have her on, so... Thanks for coming back. How's it going? It's going, girl. It's going. Um, it's been uh, it's been an exciting six months. Yeah. Like so Crazy. many things have happened. Yeah. Tell us everything. So you guys were in New Jersey when we were when we talked to you last year. You were in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we were in the throes of it. Like we were we were in we were in the stuff of it. Like we yeah. were in the transition of moving and so many emotions, so many things happening, so much stuff. Yeah. And it was, um, it was definitely a walk by faith season. That's for sure. Yeah. And are you guys happy that you moved to Alabama? Oh, absolutely. Love it. Um, you know, growing up in the South and even being born up North, but growing up in the South and then going North for me, even though like part of me considered it home ish, it was a huge culture shock. Um, Not that I didn't meet great people and not that I didn't find awesome tribes, people. Right. It was hard because so much of it it just did not feel like home. Yeah. I it can't was, imagine. It was one of those things like when we went back South, even for like short times, I mean, I certainly did not miss Florida per se. Like Florida's just too hot for me. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't. It's like hundred <laughs> degrees today. <laughs> and with that, um, <laughs> but it was something, it just, it felt sound in yeah. a way. And I really, we did struggle with that, especially Damon, because Damon was born and raised in Florida. So okay. he really struggled. Noah struggled pretty hard. That's my oldest son. Mm-hmm. Um, Reagan was just a baby when we moved. So to him, it's all gravy. But Noah struggled pretty hardcore uh, with the way that things are done, the the way that people respond to certain things. Um, you know, the wokeness was an issue yeah. in some things just because, you know, people... We, we just, we just struggled, you know, with different things. And right. as Christians, you know, especially in the school system there, yeah. Noah, I mean, you remember Noah, we called him yeah. little preacher man. He was yes. everywhere and he yes. was proud and happy and right. he could not be himself. Mm. I remember you posting something about that. I mean, it's serious. I honestly, you opened my eyes to seeing children's emotions at that age. Cause how old was he? He was seven and I will tell you that's when Noah changed and he got shut down Mm. and he stayed shut down and we're, he's 14 now. If you can believe it. That's crazy. Um, Seven years ago. Crazy. Right. So he's 14 now and we're, 
like trying to pry open his shell and he's now he's struggling again with the transition back south yep and being able to be a little bit more free and easy with his faith in this and the the conversation about it right and as a mom my heart breaks because I saw what happened to him seven years ago with that. And now I see him now struggling in a new way. And it's so bad. I had a friend whose granddaughter is in school and I cannot remember what college he's going to, but I don't think it matters. Honestly, she is just like really struggling, feeling so alone, so isolated in her faith. And grandmother was just telling me, she is going through depression like you wouldn't believe um, because of feeling so isolated as a Christian, as a Christian. And she was saying like the professors, I'm glad I don't remember the school because I'm like calling out the professors, but like how the professors are broadcasting, not God's love and, you know, talking about opinions and ideas and like it is a curriculum and her leaving that situation feeling like, but I don't believe that. And I don't feel that way. Am I wrong? Am I, what am I, what am I thinking? What a weird time in general, you know what I mean? And now to be questioning my faith, or I mean, not me, but you know, somebody in school, I can't imagine someone even 14 going through that. It's crazy. It's really hard because, you know, the, the way that so many schools are structured now. And as Christian moms, we really do need to be diligent and we need to make sure that we're paying attention to what our children are learning. And I think during COVID, that really came to a light for a lot of people. Now our kids were in Christian school during COVID. So for us, we knew the structure of what they were being taught. There was a lot of moms that were like, I had no idea that this was what was being taught in our schools. And we should be diligent to examine what is being passed on to our children as truth, because a lot of it is the antithesis of what we as Christian moms are trying to instill in our kids and the, the, the core belief system. Yes. It's, I mean, they're teaching this as fact and really confusing for these kids. And, you know, the children are the future. The children are the remnant. Yeah. You know, every year a new generation comes up, that's your remnant and you need to protect it. Yeah. And it was really, um, it was really eye-opening mm-hmm. to see how regionally things can just really vary. Mm-hmm. Lord, we need you, man. I, yeah. this is all new to me. So whoever's listening to this, you know, I'm listening to you, Stephanie, as a mom who has children who are older. So, you know, knowing the school system as it is now, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not an expert on it at all. And I know that you're just like walking by faith through this season of just like learning too from a school system in New Jersey to a school system in Gunnersville, Alabama. Like how is it different across the country? And it's different. It very much is. It very much is. So, but I feel, um, I feel confident like where we're at now, that's one of the things that we do love about Gunnersville is everybody, you know, that you meet, you kind of know where they stand really, really quickly because they want to know who you are, where you're from and have you plugged into a church yet? And, and have you what? Have you plugged into a church yet? Yes. 
that's my kind of city. That is like, that's how Riley, uh, my husband, that's how he starts with, not starts, but like in conversation, he'll meet someone new and he'll be like, you know, where are you from? Of, of course, like, what's your name? And have you found a good church to plug into yet? And I'm like, you are so sweet, but it's like such a good question to find out where someone stands real quick. It is because it allowed, it's a door opener. Yeah. It really is a door opener. And yeah. the great thing is, is as, as a Christian and as a follower and as somebody that's, you know, knows yeah. the value of being plugged into a congregation and yeah. people to the value, it, you know, the value yeah. in that, um, I can see like how people are very open in their faith and they're trying to make sure that you're plugged in. They want to make sure that you're, you're. <laughs> you're, you're in there real yeah. good. Yeah. So, good. um, you know, it's, but it's good. I mean, that makes me feel confident exactly. that my husband and I made the good choice yeah. for where to continue doing life with our family. Yeah. I mean, imagine somebody asking your kids that one day, you know what I mean? It's like, where do you go to church? It's like, let me think about it. Let me think about it. I'm going to tell you where I go to church and I love it. And I'm going to tell you about it. That's so good. Okay. So we're actually going to talk about like candles and like how God is using you in your store and just like, wow. I mean, just an amazing change that only God can do. I mean, you have a store now in Gunnersville, Alabama and a bistro. So give us an update if you don't mind. Tell us what's going on. Cause there's been like newspaper articles about your store. I've been reading online about it. It's a big deal. It's, it's become, um, it, it has really grown. I would say that the, um, the growth factor, the rate of growth here compared to our, uh, location up North exponentially quicker. Okay. Good. Like it's been, it's been kind of, um, like I was saying earlier, like my head just kind of spins because like so much has happened in such a very short amount of time. So not only do we our double our space, that we had in New Jersey for retail. Uh, we also maximized our production, um, which is such a huge blessing because now my production space is so much bigger and I can knock out candles really, really fast yeah. and I can get a lot more done. That's great. You know, we have ample storage, which is great. Yeah. And we have a spot specifically dedicated to shipping out candles like we now have dedicated zones which for me is a huge deal because then right. it keeps me organized right. and um so that's been great and then it was we we expanded when we got here we expanded like a couple key things like our olive oil and balsamics okay that was a huge thing for us to expand on because there wasn't at the time another store that carried the olive oils and balsamic okay and yeah that's so big we, here we brought that in to Gunner's School. That's great. And made it, you know, like, oh, wow, this is here. I don't have to go to Blue Ridge or I don't have to go, you know, an hour away or I don't have to go into Huntsville to get it. Like I can, I can get it locally, which was great. And then we had talked and talked about, oh, it'd be so cool if we could open up a little cafe and we've got right. this little room in the back that could be a kitchen. And what does that look like? And then one day it was just like, okay, let's just do this. Let's just really? do it. Okay. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Because somebody listening to this is like, I'm ready to like live my life today for Jesus. And like, you had some things in place. I mean, you had the kitchen area, you had the ability to do it. And you're just saying like, yes, Lord, at this time, right. Kind of walk us through that. 
So it was one of those things, surprisingly, our mailman came and was talking and we were saying, you know, how there were certain sandwiches and certain things that we couldn't get and um, that we hadn't seen in the area. And I've got a, you know, my cooking style is largely Italian. So I do a lot of that. And I really was able to hone and perfect that whilst living up north. Okay. And it was one of those things that I was like, man, you know, going somewhere and get like a good anapasti or to get like a good artisan sandwich on a nice warm ciabatta. Mm. It's not something that's readily found here. And we were talking to the mailman. He goes, man, if you guys open that up, you guys would probably be pretty busy with it. And it was chit chat back and forth. And then Dame and I just looked at each other and I said, well, let's look into it. Let's find out. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. That is story of our life. Let's see what happens. We're going to throw this spaghetti up against the wall and see what sticks. I mean, what a risk. (laughs) My life. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay. I was talking with a friend about this the other day and she was saying that somebody wanted to move somewhere and they were going to open up a gym or open up a something. I can't remember what it was. I kind of made up the gym part, but, um, they wanted to open up a business and I'm like, what a risk, what mm-hmm. a risk. And she was like, well, I think what you're doing is a risk about doing a podcast. I'm like, this is nothing, blah, 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 blah. Jesus reigns. Like, let me tell you about, this is easy for me, but these are my gifts. So like what you're doing is in your gifts, I would say, right? Yeah. 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 So you're just like walking in that, right? Yeah. I mean, it could, because it's one of those things that, you know, for me, customer service has always been a huge thing. Okay. Making people happy is, I would have to say the core of the gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given me. Okay. You know, yes. Trying to reach people on that emotional level that brightens things up. That's what, that's my sole purpose in life. And whether it means I'm providing a really great haircut or I'm doing their makeup awesome, or whether I'm making a candle that just takes them to the level or whether or not a specific soap that I have made them help to alleviate a skin issue or a lotion help to alleviate a child of all of her horrible mosquito bites. I mean, stuff like that. And now with the bistro, it's another thing that we can jump in and I can present somebody with an artisan sandwich, watch them take the first bite and watch their facial expression change. Yeah. Yeah. And that for me, that lets me know I did my job. Exactly. Yeah. Because usually when I eat a sandwich, I'm like pretty hungry. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm co- if I'm getting a sandwich, it's like, I'm hungry. I'm mm-hmm. hungry. This isn't a filler. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. The reward must be great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, <laughs> I like to see people happy. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, good. The crazy thing is the, the wild, the wild part, the wild side of it, the other side of the coin on it yeah. is I'm not the most secure person. Okay. Let's go there. Yeah. I'm really not. And, you know, it's funny. And I think that's why words of affirmation is my love language. Yeah. Because I need that affirmation. And, you know, it's funny because as a Christian woman, I know that God is enough. Yeah. That, that God's love is enough to sustain me in all things. Yeah. He's enough. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I know, I know that I know that I know it. But Satan comes in and says, hey, who are you kidding? Like, oh, yeah. who do you really think you are? Because 
you know, I'm, I'm here to tell you that you're not really all that and you need to just stop. Yeah. Okay. Stop right there. Our pastor was talking about this a couple weekends ago and he, Oh, Stephanie, Oh, for whoever who is listening to this, if someone is coming against you and is trying to get you to stop. Okay. So he was saying that the enemy or someone who doesn't like what you're doing for the Lord, their goal is to get you to stop. That's oh yeah. Goal, is to get you to stop. But will you let the enemy be silent? Will you say, get out of here? Like stay back. You know, will you declare like, let's say that word declare that God has the victory. God has the victory. Sit down, be silent enemy, you know, stop like enemy. You stop. My God reigns. Like he's in power. He's on the throne. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Like, will you declare that? I mean, just calling on the name of the Lord, just saying it, saying it, saying it, saying it. TD Jakes. Like every time he has a sermon, I swear he's like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. He's calling on the name of the Lord. And if we just do that, like the Lord will put the enemy behind us. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And stop. So like when you just said, stop, I just wanted to talk about the power of God in that moment because the enemy is real and we can't sugarcoat it. Like he's real. He's not like, oh, let's not talk about him because you know what I'm saying? The enemy is like bad news. Yeah, he is bad news, but he's real. Yeah. I mean, we're, we, we've been given very clear depiction on exactly what he's about. Yeah. You know, he's going to roam about like a roaring lion mm. whom he can devour. And that yeah. is what he is good at. And he's in a relentless pursuit against you. Mm. He's not for you. If, yeah. I mean, but the, the, the blessing on this is that we're also taught that if God is for us, who can be against us? because God is there. God is in it. And I'm going to tell you, it's, um, I had a not so favorable experience about a month or two ago. Okay. Um, so, you know, me trying to be happy, go lucky, you know, make everybody happy. Right type of person. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bring all these new things to Gunnersville and it's going to be fabulous. And I learn that literally a block away, somebody is putting in a store that carries one of our big things. Mm. And I was feeling kind of a certain kind of way about it. Like I was feeling a little crushed and my stomach was in knots about it. And I, I was a mess. I was a mess and I had no need to be a mess, but I was a mess. Okay. It was like, okay, I don't understand. Do they just not know that we have it? Like, do they, do they not know that this is a big thing for us? Yeah. And I was really, I was really struggling and the enemy started attacking hardcore on me saying, you should just quit. You should just knock it off. And one of the worst things that a person with any kind of insecurity, depression, anxiety, can do is turn to social media for affirmation. I mean, oh my that's gosh, like, and it's so easy to do. It is, it, but I, to, to equate it, it's like saying, I'm going to go on a diet and lose weight by eating at McDonald's. Like it's not, it, it, it's not conducive. Now for some yeah, people, it work. they may find affirmation in it and that's fantastic. But I'm going to tell you, if you're dealing with any kind of anxiety, depression, or insecurity, social media is not where you're going to find affirmation. Mm-hmm. Affirmation is only found in the Lord. Yeah. And I, I went, of course, 
I did the thing. I'm like, I'm just going to get on social media and just see how many people are liking our posts and making sure that I'm getting good reach and making sure that I'm boosting this. And I went on a tangent for about a week. I was, I was a mess. I I wasn't pretty. And I finally came to my senses and I just said, Lord, I just need you to handle this for me. And the next morning I was getting out of the shower and I felt the call of the Lord say, I can bless you both. Mm-hmm. And I can bless you both abundantly. Yeah. Who is going to dictate how much blessing I can bestow on either one of you? Yeah. Both of you have likely pray- prayed for your businesses. And that's right. what I started thinking. Like they could be praying really hard over their business. Right. They could be praying super hard. How is it that I have a right to sit here and feel this way because they're living their dream? Mm. And I really was put in check. I was seriously put in check. And here's a verse that I want to share. Second Corinthians 9, 8 states, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And that right there was exactly the word that I was given, like that encompasses the word that I was given that was allowing me to have peace, to move forward and stay in my lane. Amen. Yep. Yeah. We, I mean, I love having this podcast and you know, that's great. We're trying to point you to Jesus, point you to God's word and all that stuff. But like where God moved mountains is when you got into his word and he told you something like, I'm going to give you all that you need. Yes. Yes. Like that's it. Like, but Satan is going to tell me, no, Stephanie, you need to quit. You should just give that up. You know, you failed. Yeah. They already have that here. You know, you, you don't really, you don't really matter. And Mm -hmm. that's what the enemy wanted me to feel like was that I did not matter. But imagine if you would have stopped the lives that you've touched in that store. Like, I bet there are people who, I don't know if they're regulars or, whoever, when they come in, they feel good. Yes. That's what we want. We want you to feel like you're walking into our living room and our living room has got music and candles lit and you're comfortable and you can sit down, put your feet up and relax. That's how I want my home and my business to be. I want it to be a place where whosoever will may come. Yeah. You're ready for them. That's good. Well, uh, I did want to ask you about your prayer candle kind of shifting (laughs) gears, but, um, man, I know that everybody's quiet time is not perfect. I mean, like I have two small kids, so just expect the worst. Like I will change a poopy diaper in the middle of quiet time, but like, you know, we want it to be a good smelling aroma. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, our, our worship is a sweet smelling aroma to the Lord and we need sweet smelling, smelling aromas to ourselves, to get ourselves to a calm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so the, the candle that we put in the sentiments line, so we have that whole line of sentimental, it's, it's part of our everyday stuff, but they have like a label that shares a sentiment. And then we have the one about prayer and it's done in our April rain scent, which is, um, it's a floral blend with, um, with Jasmine so as good. the front note. And it is a very, very nice candle and it is very relaxing without being too lavendery. Okay. That's a word. I don't know if that's a word, but it has I- a lavender smell to it, it does, but, it, but it's not, it's not overbearing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just pleasant. And yeah. that's, I think what we need is just that something to kind of create 
the mood, to set the tone for it because it's hard to, it's hard to be giving God the 100% meditative attention that he wants, that he demands of us. Yeah. When we're distracted, whether that's distracted by our outside, our emotions, our feels, our mess. I mean, (laughs) a crying baby, social media alert, email, Mm -hmm. checking our bank account, like all the things in the morning that want to distract us. The dog. The dog. The coffee's not good enough. Facebook notifications that you wake up to in the morning. It's crazy. But um, my brother-in-law, Pastor Dustin Woods, his thing is give God your first 15, which I like that. But it's really hard. I have to really try. I mean, I want it, to be honest with you, I want it to be more than 15 minutes. I don't know if anybody else can relate, but I would like a little, like 30 minutes would be nice with God's word. Um, But yes, we're talking about spending time in God's word with with a nice smelling candle. So you have um, a prayer candle. Um, But yes, if people want to get your candles, tell us where they can go to. So if you're outside the Gunnersville area, um, you can go to um, www.hadwinhouse.com and you will find all of the best smelly good stuff there. Okay. Hadwinhouse.com. Okay. And then you guys are also on social media as well. Tell us about your social media. Cause then I'm going to ask you a question about social media and the enemy, but in the armor of God and all that we're going there, you guys we're going there today, but um, tell us about your social media. So um, our Facebook is Hadwin House Candles and more. And then our Instagram is Hadwin House. Okay. I'm not Snapchatting. I do TikTok every now and again, but that's- Yes, you do. Who's got time for that? Is it funny videos? No. Well, no, we did do where I poured the world's largest doble candle. I did see that. Congrats. (laughs) So was that real? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was beautiful. And then didn't you give it away? We, um, we auctioned it off Okay. and we covered cost, And then, um, the rest of it went to an organization called blessings in a backpack Cool. and that provides meals like weekend and evening meals for, um, children that otherwise would not get those meals Wow! just by creating a candle, like Lord, use me with my hands let me do good for you. Show me what to do. And I think that's what you're doing. Like anybody who's listening to this right now, I think they want to be used by God. I mean, I pray that they want to be used by God. I mean, I know I do like, Lord, please let this be a time of just like worship to you and enjoying who you are, but like making a candle with your hands. And then that can be sold for his glory. What a cool thing. I mean, you're living that every day. It's, it's one of those things though, that you have to remind yourself, Hey, this is not about me. I mean, yeah. this is not, it's not about me. I mean, yeah, I get the feel goods out of it. Yes. But it's one of those things where I have to remind myself, this is, this company was literally started with a fundraiser for a church to build a well in Honduras. Like really, that is how Hadwin house got started. Really? Okay. Can you talk about that? And we're going to talk about social media and me and God wins, but yes, talk about how it started. Cause I want to know. So almost exactly five years ago, um, 
I told my husband that I wanted to start making candles because I was searching for something for our uh, process service company. I was trying to find like a gift to give attorneys. Promotional candles were ridiculously expensive. And so I said, I want to try this. And so I got my, um, I got my ingredients and I got, I did my homework. I did a lot of research. I was addicted to researching candles for weeks, like weeks. I watched countless videos. I read countless, um, reports on different waxes and all this stuff. Yeah. So I got my stuff and I started pouring a couple candles and I had some friends, um, you know, pick some up. Yeah. Just as kind of like, you know, okay, we're, we're, we're giving this a go. And then within the first week I had posted on my social, Hey, you know, we've got these candles and another friend from church said, Hey, can you make a lot of these? And I said, sure. I had no idea, but it's, you know, sell it first and worry later. Yeah. So, um, I was like, yeah, we can, what, what, what's it? She goes, well, we want to do a fundraiser for the well that we're trying to build in Honduras. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can do something. Not a problem. Easy. Right. Making a good for his kingdom. He wound up doing 175 candles. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Because that's you. Like, you're like, yes, Lord. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best at it. The crazy thing is, is like, it was conversational for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do this. And then it would go dead. And I was praying really hard. I said, Lord, if you do not want me to make candles, if this is not what you have for me, if this is not what you want me to do, I would ask that you would take it away, take it away immediately. Mm. Don't let this fundraiser come to fruition. Lord, just tell me, and I will just have really nice smelling candles for me and my friends. And that'll be that. And I'm happy with it. I'm good. I have a career. I'm fine. I don't need this. Right. I would like it, but I don't need it. And within a half an hour, I got a phone call. She said, let's get started. I'd like to have the fundraiser from this time to this time. Mm. And like that day, like it was almost like instant. Here you go, Steph. Yes. This is what I want you to do. Yes. It's a work. What a good reminder to seek God first when a new opportunity comes. Always, always ask him first. You know, in all of my companies that we've had, we have always made God the CEO. Mm -hmm. I'm just a manager. I'm here just to manage it. But God is the forefront. He is the one that runs my company. Yeah. Because I ask him to. Because I ask him to. Because I, I, like, there has to be action in that. Because I think we get so busy and we get forgetful. We do. Mm -hmm. But like- um, Kristen Turner, she came on like a couple months ago. She, her big thing is like, tune into Jesus, tune into Jesus, tune into Jesus. And like, don't forget, don't forget. We got to work on it. It's like working out every day. We, you yeah. know, we got to tune in. So, yeah. um, I want to talk about social media in your business. Can we go there? Yes, let's go. Yeah. And the yeah. reason why I want to go there is because you have a lot of experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I think someone listening, but we have a lot of people who listen to this, who not only have social media, but maybe have a business. Yeah. Yeah. So social media is a great platform for business. It is a really, really great platform. Um, It does a lot of good. I tell you what, not for nothing, but social media has really broadened the spectrum in terms of free advertising, Mm -hmm. um, referrals, yeah. So for people that are in a referral type of scenario, I mean, if you're in business, 
you're really always in a referral type of scenario. Right. It doesn't matter if you're selling toilet paper or life insurance, like you need referrals. Exactly. So um, it's one of those things that it can really be used. And when used soundly, appropriately, soundly. can do a lot of good. And at the same time, again, we got to be diligent. Yeah. Got to be diligent. Watch what you're following. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Mm. Careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little mouth, what you say. Mm -hmm. And that's true in business too, because a lot of people have bought into the, well, I'm going to push the envelope because that sells, that does a thing. I'll get more likes if I post this. Exactly. And you know what? Before you know it, you're in social media peer pressure. Exactly. It's no different high school. Social peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to get almost like that. You'll get that Mm. keeping up with so-and-so or the FOMO or, you know, you feel like you have to, exactly. You feel like you have to compromise set standards that you and God have set for yourself in Mm. order to get the edge. Distraction. Yes. so not necessary. Yep. It is so not necessary. If you are doing what God has instilled for you to do, yeah. you are going about it the way that you know God would have you to do it. Right. He will take care of the rest. You do not have to compromise the integrity of your business in order to get an edge. That scripture that you talked about earlier about God giving you everything you need, that second Corinthians verse. Can you share that one more time if you don't mind? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down. So second yes. Corinthians nine eight. Yes. And God is able to bless you abundantly. Mm-hmm. God is able to do all of it. Yep. He's able to do all of it, but we have to go to him and say, Lord, are you willing? Lord, will you do this for me? He wants to have that. He is definitely able, but he wants us to go to him in faith and in confidence Mm -hmm. and in love and say, God, I know you are able. Are you willing? And so that he, in all things at all times. So in everything that you're doing 100% of the time, not 92%, all the time, 100% of the time, having all that you need. He's going to take care of your needs. If he can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, yes. so more can he do for you. Amen. You will abound in every good work. Now, let's look at one specific word here. Good. We don't always abound in every work, but we can abound in every good work. So yes. we have to be careful in our work and in our walk, because guess what? I don't care if you say I keep religion separate from business. I'm sorry. There's an element where they cross, right? Well, what, you know, God's word talks about what comes from your heart. Like it's going to flow from your heart, good or evil. It's going to flow from your heart regardless. Sorry. It's going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. You're trying to bury the competition. Is that a good work? Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, or can you look at it and say, God, I know you are willing and able to bless me abundantly. And I am asking that you would take care of that. Help me to stay in my lane. Stay in Help my lane. Focus yeah. on what you have given me to do. Help me to focus on my task, right. not on the person planting the row beside me. Right. Yeah, that's good. And that's that good. 
is what we need to we need to keep that in the forefront because in today's day and age, it is very, very easy to want to Mario Andretti over somebody. Yeah. Oh yes. And that is not good. That's evil. It's not a good work. It's not, not a good work. It's not you a good work. Success. You might have like a quick win on it, yeah. but is it you to feel good and sleep soundly at night? Yeah. But or do you, one of those things. Yeah. I, I think the question is, is do you want to live like the world or do you want to live for all that God has called you to be where he says, I'm going to do immeasurably more than you can ever imagine. Like, what do you want? I mean, that yeah. is it. What do you want? Yep. I would, you know, it's, um, you have to decide, are you going to, are you going to wear the world? Or are you going to wear the word? Mm. And it's not always easy. It's like, you know, broad is the gate. Many will go through, but narrow is the gate that leads to life. And that's have to remind ourselves in everything, not just not, not just work, not just business, not just marketing, not just Facebook and Instagram, not just your photos. You have to decide, are you going to wear the world? Are you going to wear the word? And it's a hard choice to make. And it, you know, you mentioned risk earlier. Yeah. It feels oftentimes like a risk, but yes. that's what faith is. Faith is moving when you can't see and you don't know, but you know you need to. When I was in high school, I remember I struggled with the word hope because I'm like, I don't understand what this means. Well, yet yeah, you don't. You just hope in Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> back when we first met, I'm like, everybody's talking about hope, like they know what it means, but nobody knows what it is. Like, you don't know what you're, I mean, I'm hoping for heaven. I'm hoping for heaven. Yeah, how about for you Jesus. pass the hope off and you grab that security and say, I know where I'm going. Yeah, I know my salvation is secure in Jesus Christ. I know that I know that I know that he died for me. Yes. And I know that I know that I know that I can trust him and know yes. that he loves me and he's taking care of all things. Yes, man, your testimony is so good. I want to know, because we were texting before this started and you were talking about the full putting on the full armor of God because like you were talking about it's a choice like and it's so good I was reading this book called fervent um we're on video so we can see each other sorry guys but um I was reading this book by Priscilla Schreier and it was just like talking about putting on the full armor of God and that it was the way she worded it wasn't like this is something that you should do like hey Christian hey Jesus follower no it's like do this because you have an enemy and he's real. Exactly. Anything left out is just left out. So if you are not arming yourself on the regular fully, fully, fully. there's a reason they say full armor of God. You can't go out without a helmet. You can't go out without a breastplate. You can't go out with your you know, legs uncovered. You can't leave your sides exposed. It's got to be the full armor from head to toe. Does it matter? what it it might be weighty and it might be, um, it might be uncomfortable sometimes, but you have to have all of it. Yep. Because if not anything exposed is going to be a quick and easy target for the enemy to go in. Yeah. If you leave your sides exposed, you're going to get a spirit of the heart. Mm. I feel like somebody's going into work right now and needs to know what the full armor of God is. So that way they can, you know, get prepared to go into work. So can you tell us what the full armor of God is? Cause we want to equip people today. Let me get that pulled up here. Cause I certainly do not 
want to misquote. Okay, so I'm reading out of New King James Version. This comes from Ephesians 10 through 18. Um, I'm going to read. Yes. Okay, so finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, mm -hmm. against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Mm -hmm. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Hmm. That's good. Every single piece matters. Everyone. Something that's extremely important when you start your day, pray for yourself. Okay. Pray for yourself. Not just pray for your business. I actually tell my son this. When you get up every day, pray for yourself. It's okay to pray for yourself. It's not a selfish thing. But you're asking the Lord to work in and through you mm. first thing. So that the things that come out of your mouth, like like uh, like Dustin says, you know, give God your first 15. Yeah. If you can get yourself prepared, then the first things out of your mouth aren't spewing negativity. True. They're not spewing doubt. True. They're not spewing anxiety or depression or worry. Yeah. Get your heart right before you even step out of bed because yep. the Lord will then guide your steps. Yep. And you have to tell him, Lord, I need you to guide my steps because by myself, I will fall. Mm. I will 100% fall. Yep. And then pray for whatever the task is that you have for the day. If there is something heavy on you, lay that burden down. That's what the cross was for. Right. Lay that burden down. You are not meant to carry. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Mm -hmm. Give it to him. He wants it. Exactly. Let him have it. Yeah. He's not going to punish you. No, mm -hmm. no, no, there is no condemnation. I mean, we're children of light. We're called to do good things for Christ. Um, his word is alive and it's active and praying for over scripture, like what you just read will change your day. It'll change your day. Yeah, that's good. Everything matters. Like you said, yeah. every word matters. It yeah. all matters. You could be thinking to yourself, well, I don't really need to take that time today. I've got a bunch of other stuff to do. I mean, yeah, what's, you know, what's one day, one day can make the difference and whether or not you are walking correctly for that day. Yeah. You know, if you, a, a runner, doesn't not lace his shoes properly right because he could roll his ankle he could fall he could break something he's not prepared to run the race mm. yeah yeah I think if somebody's listening to this and they're like man these two girls are intense <laughs> I think we just understand that we're at a war yeah yes I mean, and so like thank you God for your grace 
-hmm. Thank you, God, for your mercy. And thank you, God, for your wisdom to know that like every day we're at a war and the enemy is real and we're going to pray against him. And we're also going to put the full armor of God on as women in business, as believers, as people who are seeking your truth, God, to be children of light, to be children of your light and just use us in our position. So um, I want to ask you, what's the Bible verse that's helping you in this season? Truly the one that we discussed a couple of times, the second Corinthians nine, eight, because in yes. this season, I have been attacked pretty heavily mm-hmm. uh, and doubt has been the thing I have fought off most Yeah, uh, because we took additional risk. My husband is now working with me full-time as well. Mm. So we don't have any outside income. This is it. Yeah. And that's yeah. really a scary thing because never has it been like that where we are both in the same risk boat together. We've always had some type of security tied to the shore. Mm-hmm. And now we don't, it is just us and God and nothing else. We are literally going on faith and faith alone. And God is able to bless us abundantly. Wow. Doing good work, doing good, focusing on doing work. good work. Yep. We will abound in every good work. Yeah. Oh, that's so good, man. That's thank you for your time. I know your time is precious. Like you have a business to get back to. I know you have lunches today to serve. So, um, is there just anything else that you wanted to say? I mean, we want to go to your website. We want to go to your socials. We want to support you. We want to get your candles. You know, we want to see your business. Um, is there anything that we can do to help support you? I would ask every listener. Yeah. To pray for us. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Just pray that the Lord will continue to be willing to bless us abundantly because we're at a place now where it's kind of um, pivotal yeah. and we're very close to actually being able to support our family Amen. on just what we have here. Yes. So the risk, the risk funds are running low. So we are praying that the Lord will start to bring in that overflow that we can feel secure in taking care of our family and all of our needs with God's grace. Yeah. Trusting in his word. Yes. And knowing that he can do it. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. I would take right now, I would take a prayer over a sale. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We're praying for the people who come into your store. We're praying for the conversations that you guys have. We're praying for God to do immeasurably more in your store and with the people who come in and purchase items. Lord, may it be for your glory. Um, As we wrap this up, uh, I want people to go to your website, hadwinhouse.com. Check them out and get you some candles. Get you the prayer candle. I love that one. It's my favorite. That's why I was like, prayer candle. Let's talk about it. Um, Okay. Uh, Jesus, Lord, just decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon.
Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakin.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>